Welcome to Puck Talk CS. I'm Chavs alongside Steve. We're going to round out some of the best topics and news around the NHL today on Puck Talk CS. Steve, how are you feeling? I'm doing great now, Chavs. I'm doing great. You know, they say second time's the charm. So hopefully that's it for me. Uh, but I'm doing much, much better. How about you? I'm good. Coming into the new year, 2023, it's been very hectic holiday season. Uh, you know, a lot of moving parts, family here and there. So a lot of travel, seeing a lot of people. But today's really the first day that kind of sitting down. So it was nice to catch up on some hockey. Uh, I covered a few games over the break for the Quinnipiac men's ice hockey team in Hamden, Connecticut. So that was a busy time as well. And women's hockey team actually as well, a play-by-play call. So crazy busy times, but back at it, back to puck talk, our passion. And it's real nice to be talking to you, Steve. It's great. Well, listen, let's jump in. Let's talk some puck. How about let's let's talk a little bit about another sport this weekend. We got a big weekend for football. I know I don't know if a lot of you listeners are acknowledging or big on football, but it's the first playoff week for the NFL wild card weekend. Let's touch upon a little quick thoughts, Chives, very quickly before we jump in. Who are you liking this week? What team you liking? I listen, I think I think there's a lot of great matchups to pick from. So who who are you liking this year in the NFL playoffs? I agree. I think I'm kind of pulling for the Giants just because it's been a while since they've been there. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how they fare against the Vikings. But I think the Vikings are a team they can defeat. I think the teams that they would struggle against would be the 49ers and the Eagles, right? The top dogs. But I really think it's interesting the way things have played out. Like, I don't think I have as much faith in the Bucks as I had in the past. Cowboys-Bucks matchup. So those are two teams that if you are if you love Brady or you love the Cowboys, you love. If you hate them, you probably don't like the matchup at all. I'm kind of pulling for the Bengals again this year. I have a friend who's a Bengals fan his whole life. So last year was kind of fun to trail along with that and I've really come to like Joe Burrow as an athlete as a person mentality wise so so how about you how about you Steve oh I know we've talked about Joe Burr a little bit on the pod here and uh I I know you're a Giants fan I am I think Giants this is a winnable game against the Minnesota Vikings I think that they could win this they they did lose a couple weeks ago to the Vikings but it was a very close game there's a lot of things that I could nitpick about the Vikings that I don't like I mean, obviously, Monday night, who's not watching the Dallas Cowboys face off against TB12, Tom Brady and the Bucks? That's another matchup to watch. I think that'll be a good one. And in terms of teams I like, I mean, I like the Bills and I like the 49ers. I think if we get to see Pat Mahomes take on Josh Allen and the Bills, I mean, who doesn't want to watch that? I mean, that's going to be awesome. And I think to, uh, to Joe Burrow, I think – I think the Bengals got nothing to worry about on the Ravens. I think the Ravens will be a fluke this year. It doesn't look like Lamar's lining up to play. So I think for your friend and if anyone else is a, a Joe Burrow or a Bengals fan, I think they have nothing to worry about. I can't wait for football. I love football, but how about we know hockey's not going to be the fo- main focus of this weekend, probably not. But how about tonight? Let's take a look at tonight. We got an interesting matchup. Puck Talk Game of the Week. How about the Bruins and the Kraken facing off with each other? Bruins riding in with a four-game win streak. The Kraken moving in with a six 
game win streak. This is the first meeting of the team for these uh, of the season for these two teams. This is an interesting matchup, Chives. What do you got for us? Well, I think it's like when iron's hot, you don't want to touch it, right? And for the Bruins, it seems like every team that comes into play them, it's David versus Goliath. You know, the Bruins are the heavy favorite. That's no doubt. This team has blown away expectations right now. The narrative, the only narrative that's really come out about the team recently is how much money they're going to sign David Pasternak for as he's hit 33 goals on the season. Pasternak's had a resurgence. And I think that what we're looking for here is to see, can a team that's really hot defeat the Bruins? Because if a team like the Kraken, who's on fire right now, can't step in to defeat the Bruins, I think the question becomes who can now granted it's any given Sunday, any given game, someone can win, but it seems like that's not the case when teams are playing the Bruins. It has to be an all out effort. There has to be some sort of stipulation or occurrence in the game, like a late power play overtime. Mostly it's been shootouts that they've lost. And I think if we can see a Kraken team defeat them in regulation pretty handedly, or at least, win a pretty solid hockey game all around against the Bruins. It'll be a little more convincing that teams can defeat Boston this season because we're at the January mark and it still seems like, you know, this is what we see a lot with teams that are riding in from like October to November. Like, oh my gosh, they're on fire. There was a season where the Montreal Canadiens went like 10-0 or like 15-0-0, I think in like 2015-16, P.K. Subban, Carey Price era. And as the season went along, they started to struggle. There was a point where they started to struggle, and we haven't seen the Bruins break down. So, Steve, what are you seeing in this matchup? Oh, I can't wait for this matchup. <clears throat> what I'm seeing up to this point now, first of all, we all know that Pasternak is adding to the bank. He recorded his first hat trick of the season in the last game. He also had four points. I think that was his first four-point game of the season. He's got seven goals in the, in the last week. I mean, he's raking it up. Also, um, Omar is untouchable in net. But I actually like the Kraken here. I mean, they're coming in red hot. This is the end of their road trip for Seattle. We take a look. They were on a long road trip to start the year. They opened it up against Edmonton. They destroyed them. Then they played Toronto on the road. They absolutely killed Matt Murray and destroyed them. They moved on to Ottawa, destroyed them. Canadians swept them out, destroyed them, and then they took a really close game in Buffalo the other night, which was a big win. Now, again, the things that you look for at the end of a, a long road trip is, again, of course, fatigue. I mean, they played the Oilers. They played the Leafs. They're playing fast teams, competitive teams like the Senators and the Canadians. I mean, and, of course, the Sabres as well. Um, so, obviously, you look for a little bit of fatigue in there as well. I mean, this is a long road trip. That's a lot of traveling around for a team like this. But when you take a look at this, everybody's clicking at, at the right second. You got Justin Schultz, Eberle, Beniers. I mean, Matty Beniers has been incredible. He's on a five-game goal streak, racking up the points. I think he has five goals, uh, five or six goals within this uh, without with this trip on the road. And of course, Burakowski as well has been playing really well. So this Kraken team as a whole is really clicking right now. And this is a critical, critical, critical road trip. I mean, it's so many things could go wrong. You've got to play Edmonton, Toronto, Red Hot Sabres, Boston. That's a long road trip spanning two weeks to open up the new year. 
And I think the Kraken have done a really, really, really good job separating themselves and putting them really in, in a good position out there in the Western Conference. Uh, they're ahead of the Flames, they're ahead of the Oilers, and they've been able to put a little bit of distance uh, within these teams as well as they're, they're moving up now, catching up to the Knights now and the Kings too out there in the Pacific. So listen, I like this. Kraken are on a roll. Who you got here, Chives? This is an interesting one. I think the safe bets to take Boston, but just to have fun with it, I'd really love to see the Kraken win this game. I think a second-year expansion franchise coming in and defeating a Boston Bruins team that seems to never lose all season, that would be, I think, something that a, a notch in the Bruins' armor, and I think it's a badge of honor for the Kraken to wear and say, we came on this trip we went out east all the way from seattle and we really swept this road trip and also beat the best team in the nhl so i think that's something that they can also build upon and really look to become that pacific division leader over the golden knights i think that's the team they're going to chase after next and i'm amazed at their successes i think it would be really cool if seattle came in and, and beat boston me too and listen seattle wins this game chives and in a few months, they make a playoff spot. We are going to go back to this two-week long, uh, long road trip that they had on the road. And we are going to sit back here and look at the teams. Edmonton, Toronto, if they win tonight, Boston, Buffalo. I mean, these are not easy wins. And this is definitely, if they can rack up eight points in just a little under two weeks, I think that'll be amazing for them. I think this will be a tough game for them. Obviously, playing on the road, traveling city to city takes a toll. But again, Matty Veneers and much of this cracking team is on fire. I, I agree with you. I think you have to go with Boston on this one home team. I think they're going to take this one. I would love to see the Kraken as well. Um, and if you're curious to what we think is going on with the Kraken, we recently talked with uh, Sean, one of the hockey writers who covers the Kraken on hockeywriters.com. Of course, we've all been on that website before. You could go check out our What's Kraken episode here on the website. Came out just under two weeks ago, so go take a listen on that. We break down the Kraken. I'm going to go with Boston tonight, though, Chimes. Now, Steve, we just talked about the Kraken coming in. They're on a roll. And a team that is not on a roll their last four games is the Carolina Hurricanes. It looked like there was a point where they were becoming Boston-like unstoppable. Now, news today is that Frederick Anderson has been removed from the IR, which means Frederick Anderson might be ready to play. Now, Kochetkov has played really well. In fact, he was a star of the week two weeks ago for the Carolina Hurricanes, but they're losing, and the New Jersey Devils has found a way to recover. So these are two teams we talked about in the previous Puck Talk podcast. And I think what is the most interesting about the Hurricanes losing streak is it's four games now. It's to the point where you say two games is a pair, three games is a streak. Now four games, you're starting to get to the point where you wonder, you know, if it gets to lose five, lose six, is it really, is it really a point in the season where you want to be struggling I guess there's not really the right time ever to be on a losing streak, but a six game losing streak right now where things teams are starting to solidify themselves is not great, especially in a division where the Islanders and Penguins are out of a playoff position and they're over 20 wins. The Islanders have 22 wins, the Penguins with 21. So most of the top teams, and I, I say top teams, the Metro 
teams make up for almost half of the top 10 in the NHL and half of the top 12. So it's a loaded division. It's not a division that you could go on a five-game stretch. So, Steve, what have you seen from the Hurricanes? And with Frederick Anderson coming back, does that mean anything to you? Yeah, I think I think that means a lot. Now, again, it means a lot, but again, he's got to be able to stay healthy. I mean, we've seen this. I mean, it comes to a point where enough is enough these last two years. I mean, injuries, the guy has just not been able to stay on the ice. When he comes back, he's looked promising, and he's given the Hurricanes, I don't want to say hope because we all, we all know the Hurricanes are a tank, but he's given them a sense of security in net because, again, you go with – Anti Ronda, um, you look at their goaltending situation without Anderson, and it, not to say that it's bad because it's not, but it's been a little inconsistent. We've seen, you know, when you give Anti Ronda a high pass load like he did in the playoffs last year, it's a, it's a lot to ask for, especially for a guy like Ronda. The good news for the Hurricanes is they do they do have a little bit of a break coming up. Uh, they have a big game this Saturday against Pittsburgh. That's a huge game. But then after that, they kind of play the they play the Canucks, which have been struggling. And then they have a nice little break next week. They have three days off in a row. And then the following week, they have three days off in a row again before taking before picking up a, a, a big homestand uh, against a lot of California teams. But I think this break is much, much needed, especially on a team – or it's not really like a break, like an all-star break. But again, three days off in a row this uh, next week, and then the following week, three days off in a row. That's really going to help, especially for a goaltender like Anderson coming back, get his feet together. This team's got to got got to really figure out what's been going wrong. They've been getting they've been getting really burnt on defense. Uh, they really haven't been playing as competitive as they have, and they've just been getting outplayed. Um, and you mentioned the Devils. We talked on the last episode about them. You know, they had a really big week, and they were able to come out. They beat those Red Wings. They 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 beat those Rangers in a close game. And they beat the Hurricanes, too. So they were able to recover and did what they had to do as well. You talked about teams solidifying themselves this time of year, Chives. It seems that teams are starting to, right? And we know that the All-Star break is coming up. So we know there's going to be a pause soon after that. Now, there is one team, Steve-O, that I know before we started recording you discussed. That's the Washington Capitals and the Pittsburgh Penguins. They're two of the other teams that have been hovering in that wild card to third divisional spot. And the Washington Capitals have perfect reinforcements coming in. It's perfect timing for reinforcements as forward Tom Wilson, defenseman John Carlson, and center Nicholas Backstrom will all be returning to the lineup. They return against Columbus. And we'll see how they fare from here moving forward. Sometimes even veterans need to get their footing under them before they start to get hot and start to produce points. But they're big additions to this Washington Capitals team that we counted out on this podcast. That we counted out here at Puck Talk CS in the beginning of the season. Out of the two teams, the Penguins and the Capitals, both have still found success. And I think that's what makes the Metro so tough this season is there have been Two teams that have disappointed. The Flyers started the season pretty hot, like early, early on in quarter one, but fell off. And the Columbus Blue Jackets have struggled tremendously. But other than those two teams, the margin of success above those two teams is great. The Islanders 
are succeeding. The Capitals are succeeding. The Penguins are above 500. What have you seen from the Capitals, and what does it mean that these players are returning? Yeah, I think when you take a look at the Capitals recently, Chavs, uh, I think they forgot how to play defense. You know, they've been very sloppy with the puck. They've been a little sluggish these last few games. And, of course, you have to remember that Backstrom and Tom Wilson are coming back from major, major offseason surgeries this offseason. So it's just something that they, they need some time to get their footing back together. Now, obviously, it's great to see Backstrom get on the score sheet uh, the other night. But, of course, Tom Wilson hasn't been, you know, playing as physical, getting back to the, up to speed, how he plays and how he's comfortable with his game. You need a little more, a little bit more time with that. I'd say give that another week, and I say maybe both of them are both of them are back and where they want to be. And but of course, you know, you can't talk about the Capitals without mentioning Ovi. I mean, he's just been great. I mean, over the last two three weeks, he's been putting up at least one game a week where he's scoring at least two goals. Now, obviously, this is part of the chase that we all want, and. You know, every goal counts, and it's just such a thrill. And I like what I'm seeing from this capital Capitals team over the past month, maybe not the last three games, a little sloppy on defense. But up to this point, you mentioned the Islanders as well. These are two teams that are established that they're here to stay in the Metro, and they're, they're not going to take a dip. And at the end of the year, they both see themselves as being in a position like they are today. Well, Steve-O, we've seen some ups and some downs in the NHL this season so far, and some of those teams have been unable to come down. Like, the Bruins are just remaining hot. The Kraken just became hot. Hurricanes on a losing streak after really stretching some wins together in December. And the Caps and Pens are still holding their own. They're still fighting the good fight in the Metropolitan Division. So that wraps up around the NHL. Please follow us on all of our social media platforms if you want to keep up with the content we're making, if you want updates on episodes, on NHL action, hockey action around the professional leagues. We just covered World Juniors. And, of course, listen to our podcast episodes weekly, Monday, Fantasy Wire, Wednesday. We'll have episodes that hone in on teams, talk about around the NHL, as a whole team specific and guest episodes we've had some great guests this season so if you want to go back and listen to some of those podcasts as they talk about their teams our most recent the seattle kraken what's cracking puck talk cs episode and be sure to subscribe to puck talk cs now all you have to do to subscribe is punch in your email and you'll get episodes in your email every morning when we release an episode thanks for listening everybody here enjoy bruins kraken Enjoy the weekend of NHL games, NFL football, and we'll see you next week. It's just the luck of the puck, everybody.